incoming message. Synchronizing. What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions. Here we go. My name is Danny. I'm Garrett. So, for those of you who have never listened to us before, uh, we just like to, you know, be nerds. We sit here. It's a little, you know, it's like a talk show kind of a deal, but Mm -hmm. just with two hosts and no guests. Uh, And we talk about TV shows, movies, video games, science and tech. It's a lot of fun. Uh, So, this is episode 72. Yeah. Really getting up there. Uh, We're septuagenarians now. Is that the word? (laughs) Uh, and uh, so today we're going to talk about Preacher Season 2. We finally got a tease out. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a Hulu original show called Dimension 404, which is kind of like a dark comedy Black Mirror type of sitch. Uh, we're going to talk about how Invader Zim is actually coming back uh, with, a, yeah. with a film. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are making an Invincible movie together, which is pretty fucking juicy. Yeah, I like that a lot. So... We we had just talked a few episodes ago about when is Preacher going to come back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we said that word for word. <laughs> we found out. So today it was announced that Preacher is coming back on June 25th. Which is basically tomorrow. Yeah, it's really quick. Uh, I, I thought that they had just started filming it. Yeah, they're following the uh, the new video game method of just announce the show two months before it comes out. Yeah, I'm fucking into it. Uh, they they released this cool new new teaser that I really enjoyed because it had the song "Come On Eileen" on it, which is a great song. It's a really good song. I like it, and apparently, so does Cassidy. So yeah, good on you, Cassidy. It. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, they 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 get involved in a little bit of a car chase kind of type of deal. Uh, it showed uh, our space was back. Well. He might not be back. He might still be in hell. Spoiler yeah. alert. Oh, no. Yeah, he could be just like a figment. We don't yeah, really know. He was, still, he was still like a hallucination of Jesse's at, at the end of it. So, at the end of season one. Yeah, it's real wild. It's it's only a minute long, mm-hmm. uh, but it feels like it shows just enough to get you fucking yeah. rip-roaring turgid. I'm, I'm fucking pumped up about it. So, yeah, uh, as, as we've talked about a lot recently, last time... For season one, you and I dedicated the majority of like every episode mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Preacher as it came out, just like we did with Game of Thrones and Westworld. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to be splitting it off. We'll be doing a different Terminal Transmissions episode specifically just for Preach, just so you know, if you don't watch Preacher, you don't have to listen to us jabberjaw every fucking week. It doesn't detract. Here's the real question. When does Game of Thrones come back? Oh... Somewhere around there. We might get yammed up. We might be fucking long duck dong. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll make it work. But Preacher's an awesome show. If you haven't watched it, go watch season one. It's fucking dope. If you yeah. haven't read the comics, go read the comics. Yeah, you gotta get strapped in. I mean, it's kind of weird because it feels like the first season was like a prequel to the comic book. Right, right. But it didn't feel... Like, it still felt like Preacher, even though it was like a bunch of shit that we never really saw. Right. Yeah, um, tone-wise, it, it was, like, spot on. Yeah. And so now I guess this is kind of going to get into, you know, the actual real comic, which is right. just going to be, like, weird, fucked-up adventure, mm-hmm. road trip, nightmare. Yeah, and that's and that's a cool part, because <laughs> you and I had talked about that initially. Like, you know, you and I had both read the comics 
a long time ago. And so when Preach was rolling out as a TV show, it was like there. This is all like specific to the town, right? Whereas in the Preacher comic, it's like a road trip basically almost the whole time. Yeah, there are certain parts where they get to a place and then they're you know they're there for a while, but then they get back on the road again. Right. And so it was kind of it was kind of surprising to see that it was all specific to the town, which makes sense after watching the entire first season. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's I think they're going to be going a lot more along following like more of the comic dynamic of of being on the road trip and, yeah. and going on those. It makes sense. I think that. It's interesting because there's certain things about the first season that make it to where it can't be exactly like the comic. Right, right. But uh, it does seem like they're going to kind of realign, sort mm-hmm. of like Walking Dead has done. Right. Uh, well, they'll, they'll kind of diverge for like a few episodes or a season and then kind of realign with the comics and right. then diverge and realign. Um, I think it'd be pretty easy to do that. And, you know, it's fucking AMC. So sure. they're sure. already doing it. They already know yeah. how. Right. They're fucking yeah. 375 <laughs> seasons into Walking Dead. <laughs> right. But yeah, I think it's going to be really fucking cool, man. Uh, I'm I'm pumped up to to watch it again. It's it's a very fun show to watch. Yeah, it's incredibly fun. Yeah, even though it's it's like dark and parts of it are very very uh I don't know, what I don't know, like heavy kind of, I guess. Yeah, it had some it had some dark emotionally draining mm-hmm. moments and episodes. Um, but it never felt like an ordeal. Like it, sure. I still always felt like I was excited to watch it, right. never like a like it was a burden. Yeah, yeah, me too. But overall, I, I had a blast. I always, I always really liked watching it every week. So yeah, fucking pumped. I'm I'm also really curious to see how they kind of tie up some of the storylines mm-hmm. that we had at the end of uh, season one. So yeah. that'll be really cool. It's just crazy because basically the entire cast, except for the main three characters, are gone. Yep. So that's going to be interesting to see. You know how that's going to play out. It's like it's basically an entirely different cast at this point. That's really cool, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't really know where they're going to go with it from here. Yeah. So that'll be fucking wild. Fuck yeah. So also in television, uh, even though you know it's a fucking completely digital thing on a non-real television channel because it's Hulu and right. television is going to be extinct soon. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this new show that they have rolling out called uh, Dimension 404. It actually just premiered yesterday, um, and they're kind of doing a weird thing with it to where the first three episodes came out. Mm-hmm. But then, so it's six-episode season. The remaining three episodes are going to come out weekly on Tuesdays. Okay. So very strange. Very, very odd. Um, but so it basically, it's an anthology series. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like American Horror Story. It's not season by season. It's episode mm-hmm. by episode, like Black Mirror or, you know, the older, like Outer Limits or fucking uh, Twilight. Twilight Zone. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it looks like, like a dark comedy version of Black Mirror. Okay. Like it looks to be very like technology related. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely like campy and like goofy and like a comedy. I like that. Um, so I watched the trailer for it. It looks awesome. Uh, Mark Hamill is the narrator can't be a bad which thing. is which is great yeah uh it had some like really kind of like i don't know some of the like story hooks almost looked goosebumps-esque yeah but then while being more like black mirror kind okay. of quality right uh and then of course as with all anthology uh, as with all anthology shows they just throw celebrities at the problem yeah so even just in the trailer you see uh i mean you hear mark, mark hamill you see uh Patton oswald and joel McHale. uh i know that uh mega Mullally, which is Fucking, what's Ron Swanson's real name? 
I don't know. Well, anyway, it's it's his wife. She she's from uh, she was in she was one of the Tammies, right. and mm-hmm. she was in fucking Will and Grace and shit. Uh, Constance Wu was in an episode, and then you know again, like I said twice already, Mark Hamill narrating, take me to jail, yeah, lock me up, throw away the key. But it looks really good. Um, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Uh, probably start watching it tomorrow. I yeah. mean, I can probably crush through it because yeah. it's like jeans episodes yeah i might have to get a, a, a nibble tonight yeah, you might have to fucking catch a gleam yeah i like i like shows like this a lot so yeah yeah me too it it's it kind of fell off for like a quite a few years mm-hmm. the sort of like anthology episode right. episode but i think black mirror is going to bring it back with a fucking mm-hmm. a flying vengeance what is that it's not like a thing <laughs> yeah. that people say it is weird that how they're releasing it though yeah i, I don't really get that i i really don't get it it's like either release all of it at once or do all of it weekly yeah why like, why ten, i don't know i can't binge it but you're like letting me binge the first half of it and just like fucking uh, torture. yeah i guess maybe they were just trying to like make like hook as many people as they could and so they were going for like the shotgun method like a half binge yeah here's three episodes hopefully you'll like one of them yeah, i don't, really I don't fucking know man i maybe they were just trying to do something different Fuck it, we're going to do something different this time. Every yeah, other and, show. and that's what's weird about Hulu is that with a lot of their original programming, it does come out week by week. Right. But then they've had a couple of shows when they've released them that they released all at once. So I don't really know how they choose. Yeah. No like, idea. I know with that, um, what was it, 112263? Right. That shit came out week by week, and mm-hmm. I fucking hated it. <laughs> right. Because I'm spolt. Right. Because I'm a fucking, I'm a melanil. That's how you say it. <laughs> Yeah, um, that stuff in your skin. Yeah, but I, I hated that. So fortunately with this one, it's A, only six episodes, mm-hmm. and B, I think three are out, so we only have to wait like basically two and a half weeks at this mm-hmm. point by the time I care. Um, <laughs> right. But still, yeah, I don't know. I'd really be curious to know like what their marketing strategy was yeah. in doing that. I don't know. We're going to release half the season and then trickle out the second half. Half Diet Coke. Um, half Coca-Cola, half Diet Coke. <laughs> It has less calories because it's fish. They're real. So we're going to jump on over to half TV, half movie. Because it has less calories it, because it's fish. <laughs> so they're making a fucking Invader Zim movie. Yes. This is so cool. Fucking hell, man. So Invader Zim was an early 2000s program. Uh, it's a cartoon. It was really, really awesome. It was one of those cool cartoons that... It, it could be for kids, but it could also be for adults. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and maybe even, like, my favorite of those. Oh, yeah. For me, I mean, it came out when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely one of those where it was like, okay, this show is fucking phenomenal. But, mm-hmm. like, can I talk? Can I say that I'm watching cartoons? Or do I have to fucking <laughs> right. pretend? And then it became huge. Yeah. For a, for a hot minute, it was really kind of flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. And then I remember it just exploded. Yeah. It was everywhere. You you couldn't go anywhere without seeing like merch, backpacks, t-shirts, like keychains. It was everywhere. Yeah, and weirdly, I think it was one of those where I think the show was already over by the time that happened. Yeah, because I mean, there's only two seasons yeah, of Invaders Zim, which yeah, for yeah. a cartoon is like zero. Right. Because yeah. cartoons just dump episodes. Right. Out. That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I yeah, because I would just like sit and fucking crush eps of Invader Zim. God, dude, it was so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, so this is fucking cool news. Nickelodeon's doing a lot of this. They just announced two other ones. They're doing uh, Rocco's Modern Life, mm-hmm. and also in a TV movie, as well as uh, Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Which and is then they're really also cool. doing their like weird like Space Jam style mm-hmm. live action with like all <laughs> right. with like all the old cartons. Yeah. 
That's going to be wild. Uh, but this is going to be 90 minutes. And it's really neat. They're bringing back four of the principal voice actors, so four of the most important characters. Yeah, and I mean, it's like the only four that matter. Right. Absolutely. Like, who gives a fuck about literally any other character in that show? <laughs> it could just be like Joan, background voice, and nobody <laughs> right. give a fucking fireball. Right. Uh, but yeah, no release date yet, but they released a little, a small little bitty teaser and it said, uh, invading soon ish. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that means this year or next year, but probably one of those two. They're taking a note from fucking Deadpool 2's book. (laughs) Right. Not soon enough. I'm fucking pumped, man. I always really, really enjoyed invaders. And more than anything, I, I liked, uh, what they did. They did like the, uh, the fucking, uh, Inspector Gadget thing where he just constantly had new stuff. Right, right, right. It that was, was my it was favorite like thing. Dexter's lab ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it, it, it's funny because the premise of it is uh, that he's an alien and he's coming to Earth and he's just trying to conquer the Earth. So you would think that he would already have all of the stuff, right? Like first app. Right. All right, this is all the stuff that I've got. Nope. Fuck no. It's like every single episode he had like another cool thing. Yep. Oh, I've got these goggles this time, and then I can just see these things. Oh, I've got, like, this house. It's like a fake house that just goes to, like, some subterranean lair. Oh, yeah. It was every episode. Uh, also, Gurr is, like, one of my favorite characters in anything, yeah, probably. fantastic. Gurr is just an absolutely incredible. They gave him the, the all of his species, the invaders, they're all supposed to have this, like, sidekick robot. Right. And they purposefully gave Zim, the like, this broken one. Yeah. And it's amazing. It really is amazing. Like, I would be howling when I was watching these apps just, be, like, from Gurr's antics. Man, it was so fucking good. So I'm pumped, man. I would love for the movie to do well and then to maybe see them, like, bring back the show or something. Maybe even, like, doing it on, like, only streaming, kind of like they did with Korra. Right. It's like, And it's Nickelodeon as well. But Nickelodeon, like didn't cancel Cora. It was just like, we're only going to put this on the internet now. Right. And, uh, I would love for them to do something like that with invaders Zone because the episodes are super fun and it's good writing. And, uh, they're, they're bringing back like even the original creator of it and everything. So he's going to have a hand in it, which is really all you need. Yeah. It's really his, his it was his thing. Like yeah. he, he invented invaders M and he, he, I think he wrote all of it, or yeah. most of it at least. Well, one of the things that I always liked about Invader Zim, especially as a you know as a teenager, mm-hmm. was that it had a lot of like solid sci-fi content. Oh yeah, like he would have yeah. cool mechs. There would be like mm-hmm. cool aliens and like yeah. cool guns and just cool shit like that, while also being like this weird kind of like sickening dark comedy. Yeah, like the weird fucking like uh, pizza place episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what in the fuck? But I, yeah, I liked it too, and it's and it's always cool to see these uh, th- that trope of like you're. The main character is the bad guy, but you kind of are rooting for the bad guy anyway. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I love that trope. Like, I was actually looking at, like, Destroy All Humans today, and it's the exact same trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you're playing the bad guy, and all of the things you're doing are terrible, and you shouldn't be rooting for it, but you just can't help it. But also, at the same time, especially with Invader Zim, it's like, you kind of know that he's never going to succeed because he's pretty fucking inept. Right. But it's also just amazing. I don't know. They, they knocked it out of the park. I, I always really enjoyed Invader Zim. But yeah, movie's coming out soonish. 90 minutes. Hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, that, that'd be crazy. It's like, oh, this Invader Zim movie coming out in two weeks. We pranked you. Yeah. April Fool's. <laughs> so also in film, 
Um, I want to talk about this. Fucking doing that. Doing what? Film. You know what I mean? It's where the movies play. It's where all the you get the. It's like a it's like a paper and there's holes and there's a picture on it and it goes through in the light and then there's a video. I hate I hate you. But yeah, so I want to talk about this because it's super fucking cool. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg of Superbad and the Interview and This Is the End fame and Preacher fame and Preacher fame obviously, <laughs> uh, which we just talked about. We just talked um, about that. They're making a fucking movie about <laughs> Invincible, which is Robert Kirkman's other biggest comic other than The Joaquin Dead. Mm-hmm. Um. I fucking love Invincible. Invincible off the chain. If I didn't already love Invincible, it deals with the whole like multiverse fucking trope, mm-hmm. which is like my favorite trope. Yeah. And basically anything that deals with the multiverse trope. You're into it? I'm just, I'm sold immediately. Fuck yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like Do fucking it. Rick and Morty, sign me up. Dragon Ball Super, take me to jail. Lock me up. Throw away the key. Big multiverse guy. <laughs> um... But yeah, so uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are making and, and directing uh, an Invincible movie, and Robert Kirkman is going to produce it. So does he does does he produce Walking Dead too? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does, does he? Yeah, yeah, fuck, that's cool. I didn't know that. So I don't know. It, people might have never read Invincible, but it's a really weird fucking comic. So it starts off as just sort of like a coming of age story of like a superhero like imagine like superman's kid mm-hmm. like i'm superman jr i'm Superman, and he like gets his powers right like in the first issue he's yeah. like i got my powers dad yeah i'm a superhero now too because uh, literally his dad is like omni-man which is like superman basically superman uh but then it becomes fucking weird it takes a dark turn yeah so he starts off just being like i'm saving the day and i'm a young superhero now i got a costume and i gotta punch some villains mm-hmm. well come to find out his dad was actually like a villain Mm-hmm. Uh, and his, his dad's whole entire race just goes out and like destroys planets and like conquers them. Very similar so that to Invader Zim. Invader Zim or Dragon Ball Z or mm-hmm. anything else. But yeah, so basically he's then dealing with like his dad being a villain, mm-hmm. uh, a super villain. Yeah. Uh, but his dad's like, no, but I like I met your mom and now I don't care anymore and I don't want to be a bad guy. But my whole race is just like that. Right. And then it gets even more weird. There's like space aliens who like come and show up and then there's like interdimensional stuff. There's like Dimension Man. Yeah. They have to fight like alternate reality. And then he has a little brother who like is evil. It's fucking wild. Yeah. It's so wild I, I love it. But like oh, and it's also incredibly violent. Yeah. Like Robert Kirkman classic. It's like gore fest. Mm-hmm. What's weird about it though, to me, is like it's hundred and thirty three issues as of now. Right. Like, why would you choose a movie? Yeah, why wouldn't you just do another TV show? You're already doing Preach. Like, yeah. Seth Rogen and, and Evan are already doing Preach. And then Kirkman is already doing Walking Dead. Why On the same channel. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you just stick with that? Because it obviously works. Maybe, for- like, the scale of it. Like, you just can't succeed on TV with that. And that's why there's not an Avengers TV show. Maybe. Because, but- I mean, I guess there's enough content in, like, Captain America that you can make a TV show if you wanted to. Yeah. But then that turns out to be Agent Carter and it goes off the air. Right, true. Dang. <laughs> too soon. Maybe, but, I mean, I don't know. Because the the deal to me is that quite a lot of the Invincible comic just takes place with him just, like, hanging out. Couldn't you just... I mean, like, it, I would say that... It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't necessitate any bigger of a budget than like Supergirl. That's arguable. I mean, I I think that they could do it and pull it off. I mean, she basically has all the same powers. Um, 
You you could probably do it until well, if you reined in some of the space stuff, I would say. Yeah, and, and some of the dimensional stuff, which then signed me up, signed me down. Yeah, because uh, like there's pretty early on there's that there's that segment where him and his dad like fight those like time travel aliens, right? And the, it's literally like a month long battle. Yeah, that's true. And it's like there's like millions of them. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that shit? Mm-hmm. So time passes faster for those aliens, so they'll like evolve and have new technology as they come through I, the portal i vaguely remember this yeah, yeah yeah so they're like battling these dudes and so then they end up going to like basically as they come through the portal they have new and better technology because time is passing by faster for them Dang. so then omni-man and invincible end up going onto their side and defeating them and then they come back and oh it's like, right right they've been over there for like years but it's only been like yeah. a fucking day or some shit but luckily for them their race has like super slow aging yeah they so, don't even give a fuck about nothing. Yeah, so they, they're like, oh, cool. His dad also has a rowdy mustache. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine, like, superb man with just, like, a fucking just rowdy fucking right. porn stash. Yeah, it, it's a really cool comic, though, and I, I really like it. I need, to, I need to get caught up on it. I read, like, more than half of it. I read quite a bit of it, but it's a task. Yeah, I don't remember where I left off. I think it was pretty relatively early on in his brother having, like, fast aging. Mm-hmm. Because I remember that his brother like grew up to like right. a preteen in like a month or something. Yeah, fucking yeah. Weird shit. Well, yeah, but that they did that on purpose, right? Like that he was like tech that happened. I remember that happening. I don't. I, I don't. I I've, I left off right somewhere around that time. Yeah. I remember there was that weird dude who was like the like omni omniverse villain, mm-hmm. and he had like the giant brain. Right, right. I left off somewhere right around okay. that time. And I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been fucking years. Yeah. Damn. Um. But yeah, it's something I would like to get caught up on. Fuck yeah. I've had I've had at different points like huge collections of Invincible mm-hmm. and then end up not having it and never getting caught up. Yeah. Because 133 issues is like That's 134 a- issues. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. But it is really cool. It's it's really neat because usually you don't see that. You you know, even when you do get those tropes like Young Avengers and, and Runaways, they're typically pretty scaled down power-wise. Whereas Invincible is like hey you're gonna be the most powerful superhero in in the universe if you just like keep doing what you're doing yeah uh that's really cool because he is like he, he's instantly like an a stringer yeah like from the jump as soon as his dad does like goes on his rampage he's just like uh what do i need to do to help and they're like uh anything you can because you're the you're the guy I always really liked that, and it was really neat seeing it because it is because of that. It doesn't feel like a rehash of those tropes, even though really it is. Yeah, it's just the power levels way scaled up. Yeah, and they just change subtle things about the classic trope mm-hmm. to like make it a little bit different, and it works really well. Like that yeah. cool, like that weird. What is the name? Bob, oh, the, yeah, alien, yeah, yeah. the alien that shows up to <laughs> yeah. like fight the world's most powerful <laughs> hero in space to just right. like find out like what's going on. I liked that guy. So, like, Invincible just has to go into space and fight this alien? Yeah. He's like... Honestly, to me, that that part of it felt very Hitchhiker's Guide-esque. Oh, yeah. It was very, very similar to those tropes. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is this thing. You didn't know about it? Oh. Like, what have you been doing? Yeah. Yeah, so fucking cool. But, yeah, Invincible is awesome. Hopefully we get, like, an Avengers level, like a Marvel level movie out of it. That would be cool. Yeah, that, I mean, and you would think because we've seen how well the fucking Walking Dead has done in, in Preacher, right. like you would think that some some studio would just throw money at this. Yeah, if it, they could hit like 
a lot of the like really like a plus points of like the Avengers franchise and then mm-hmm. also like kick ass. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, hit, yeah. Hit a few of those notes together to okay. make it invincible. Yeah. It would be really fun. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Cause he, he, he's in that like crew in the beginning mm-hmm. with, uh, with all of the, uh, the teens, the other like teen superheroes. So you could pull from like the kick ass tropes. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah, I, I I can't wait, man. I, I I like that Seth Rogen and Evan are doing this stuff. I yeah. really do. Uh, I love a lot of their movies. Uh, I still haven't seen Sausage Party, but I love This Is the End and all them's movies. I'm fucking jazz hands about it. I think it's going to be dope. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some more uh, some more info coming out relatively soon. I mean, I know it's like fucking yeah. way in its infancy right, right now, right. But- a lot of these things get super fast tracked these days, mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll get some news pretty soon. I'm really curious to see casting. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah! All right, guys. Well, that was episode seventy-two. It's a million two. <laughs> We're old. What? See you next time. Complete. Program terminated.